It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, next topic, guys. And I'm glad you guys all had a different answer. We have four different answers for this, and this was not intentional. <laughs> you guys all came with different answers, which is phenomenal. Wait a second, Mike. Let's be honest. <laughs> yes? When Mike asked me the question, I had two answers. I had three. I said two, and I said, let me know if anybody else has one of my answers, oh, and I'll go with exactly the other. Two. Man, like, this is my first that's choice. exactly what I did. You, you took one of my two, so I said, okay, I'll do the other one, because I thought they were equal. So, okay. we, so we have four different ones. So, yeah. yeah, I guess but we ended up in four different ones. Nice of you, bro. I said three answers in. I said, boom. If that's taken, boom. Yeah. If that's taken, right. boom. But Tyvis was the first to answer, so he got his first choice. The All question right. is, which member of the Browns organization, player, coach, executive, owner, could be anything, yeah. has changed your opinion of them the most this season? Could be in a good way, could be in a bad way, but who from the start of the season to now has had the biggest transformation and change of opinion? And Bull, you want to start? No, I don't want to start. Why don't we let Tyvis start? Because he was yeah. the first one to answer the <laughs> yeah. question. Tyvis, you're up. Well, I thought it was two obvious choices, but... I went with one. I went with Andrew Barry. I yeah. thought Andrew Barry completely changed my my opinion of him. Before this season, I thought he was a guy that didn't draft well. He didn't get the right talent in there, and he ignored glaring issues on the team. And this this season, he's his draft picks, even his undrafted picks, they're doing pretty well for themselves. He's actually got meaningful people in there that – some people might have thought, oh, who is that? Maybe he's not the biggest name guy, but he's come in and he's contributed and helped some of the issues that we had. Still need to work on that wide receiver spot, but we ain't going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, what was my what was the other thing? Uh, uh, trades. Trades, yeah. yeah. He, he made some trades this offseason, and they've come in and they've worked and they've done, done well. Zadarius Smith, Shelby, getting Shelby Harris off on uh, the active roster, uh, Mo Hurst, even a guy like Jed Wills or signing a guy like David Njoku where everybody's like, why are you doing that? They've actually – even Jan Wills, before he got hurt, before, before Jan Wills got he was playing decent football. <laughs> there. He, I, he was playing decent football. Now, can I say that? Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, and, okay. He, and he, he was playing better football. Decent football. Better. Decent football. Okay. He wasn't noticeable. <laughs> serviceable. How about this? Right, How about right, serviceable? Right. How about this? All right. When I, he went down. We actually was worried a little bit. That's we true. Can't. All right. We Thank can't. you. All right. Thank that's, you. That's so, fair. in other words, <laughs> if you suck so bad at the beginning and then you're mid, you look pretty damn good. That's, that's right. right. Okay. That's right. <laughs> See what you did to set the bar low. Right. I'm guessing G's answer was Stefanski. No? That's the only answer all of us should have had. <laughs> like, I mean, you come No, no, from, no. And AB is a great answer. Some of us so, um, Yeah. To, I mean, but you come from, I told you you had six games, right? And not only did you get them six games and you kept going, you was winning games against who people would say is the best team in the league right now, 49ers <laughs> Eagles, with Phil Walker, with with a guy that we've changed his nickname. We've stripped him of all titles and land. <laughs> this, uh, I mean, when you get to a point, and just throw this out there too, Kevin Stefanski single-handedly took the Cleveland Browns from being a team – Everybody in the national media hated everybody. Half of the local media didn't like the roster, didn't like him because of what Deshaun Watson was and the distractions and all of the perceived dumpster fires. He took a team with no quarterback, a dude off the street, a rookie, uh, Deshaun Watson, and he ran 
35 different playbooks. He lost his best player. They run him, they, they got running back by committee. And he went from one of the one of the one of the worst stories to the best story. Not only is it the best story, but they're playing in the best division in football. And they've already clinched their like it's no way, like, when you talk about it, there's half of our population that was like, Stefanski got to go. He did so well. I had to say, listen, I'm going to accept you for who you are just like a partner. Sometimes you have some shortcomings. I can't be talking about your plays from, from play to play, down to down. That's not what we You can be critical doing. of any coach you, if you, you do can, that. Yeah. I, I, you have to but, be macro in that. But you gotta, you got to keep it 100. And where credit is due <clears throat> is he did it, and he did it, at a high level when I don't think other people could. No, I think that's a really good one. I wish I would have thought of that. Uh, quickly, before I give mine or Bogus his, Mary Kay just uh, tweeted this out a half hour ago. This is the quote of the year. Joe Flacco, if I messed up in high school, I could be these guys' dads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's crazy. He's, he's, he's <clears throat> actually correct. That's, right. that's a, that, that is a rap lyric. Like, if I mess up in high school, I could be. All you got to do is so flow on it. <laughs> I mean, it's great. Yo, that's a crazy line. I'm and so old <laughs> that I, if I messed up in high school, hmm, I could be these guys' dad. You, I could be your dad. You're supposed to be proud like Nick Ooh. If you so old. Bur, 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 bur. Who is he? Don DeMarco. Uh, in the meantime, Bull, who do you have as the guy that but, is most changed your opinion, good or bad? I, I will say it real quick, though. Kevin Stefanski's won 37 games in four years, right? 37 games in four years in the regular season. In the 12 years before he was here, the Browns won 51 games. Jesus. So 51 in 12 years, he's won 37 Is he the all-time leading coach uh, wins? with Marty. He's close. Well, but, but, since 99. Yeah. That, that was the Ravens. This is the Browns. So he's the all-time winning coach in Browns history. Well, no, because no. the Browns kept their history. The Browns kept their history. So they cut... I thought it started in 99. No, nope. the Browns kept the colors, the name, and the history. So, so all the Ravens records, only started yeah. in 99. The Ravens, yeah, the Ravens are in 99. <laughs> uh, no, no, 96. 96, 96 whatever. So I, both of your choices are great. Andrew, I, I, I wouldn't take your choice because I already like Kevin Stefanski, right. so he didn't change my mind. That's why I didn't pick him. Yeah, he, Andrew uh, Berry was a great choice. He was my 1A, 1B with this guy. But to me, it's a no-brainer. It's Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa. Oh, that's a good one. Who nobody can pronounce. No, no, that's a really good one. I mean, we had Dequell Jackson, who is the best Browns linebacker in the last 35, 40 years. One of their best linebackers in the history of the franchise. Guy knows football inside and out. He's a regular guest on our show. Say, this guy should be cut. Dequell (laughs) was not, and I don't say that to knock Dequell at all. I love Dequell, and I'm so happy for him. He was not when he came on our show. He wasn't like some. He wasn't like Leroy or me, who's like emotional and and like oh. cut this guy. Get rid of. It. By the way, he was almost never critical. Never, no. never. Certainly not to that degree. And JOK is a rookie. He was fine. He was a decent player last year. He was hideous. Mm-hmm. I, he was. Uh, I, it was so bad. We, we all were like, this guy can't play. And now outside, of, I mean, you could argue. He's the third best player on the in the defense. Well, you could argue that he's um, he's having a better year than Miles Garrett. You can argue. You can oh, argue I won't that. go that far. I, I, yeah, but, 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 but <laughs> he's not in the uh, d- d- DPOY conversation. But, <clears throat> that's because he had a long way to go. Yeah. If you look at his numbers, one twenty tackles for a loss. He's a pro for boy. a linebacker. He's I, ridiculous. I think you ridiculous. went from a guy who who last year was unstartable, right? Yeah. To a guy who is. 
Again, I'm not an authority of the linebackers on other teams. I just know the Browns That's and the crazy. Bengals well, as you know, better than most teams. But uh, this guy has been phenomenal, and he's gotten better as the season's gone along. There's a lot of players who are good in September, and then as the year goes on and teams adjust and you get banged up, they go in the opposite direction. This guy is the opposite. He was really he was good in the beginning yep. of the year, and he's been sensational and, and you know, in the I, second half of the year. I, and I thought he was nothing. I think that three great choices. I think what this exercise is going to show, because I'm going to have a different name. Yeah. What this exercise is going to show is that Mikey asked the question, changed our minds either good or bad. That's true. And We're all going on the positive. Yeah, I didn't even think and about to it. To your point about <laughs> JOK, yeah. I think he does deserve the credit. He did the work. But Jim Schwartz had the key to unlocking his potential. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, and yeah. I think that, and obviously Jim Schwartz wasn't here last year, so he can't be part of this exercise. But in JOK, JOK is a perfect example of a player being trapped in the wrong system. Yep. That is correct. Joe Woods had this guy's head spinning. Yep. Like he put a bag over his head and told him to go play football. Jim Schwartz came and said, no, no, free yourself. Don't think, react. Yeah. You've got athletic in- instincts. Good instincts, just go out there and play. What I say? <laughs> you didn't say pause. I, I think I know what he put in. I'm the timeout. I, I didn't have way too many for today. I just had got to let that yeah, ride. Yeah. Well, free yourself. <laughs> and the rest will follow. No, just go play football. Yeah. And that's what he did. Here's mine. No, he wait a minute. A before answer. you go, before you go, the biggest difference was. Because he got out of that hideous twenty-eight, I'm telling you. That was a nasty. Yeah, the hideous well, maybe. twenty-eight. That nasty. Maybe you get like, to like. you get one of them single digits. You got to be the man. It does bring a different swag to the game. <laughs> yeah. He is a he is now a cornerstone player on this roster. I would agree with that. Right? He would be a guy he now will, that I would be. He will be getting an extension. Yeah, he should. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you guys think he's a Pro Bowler? I do. Yeah, I don't yeah. Think he is. 100%. Yeah. He might. And I think he's an All Pro. I'm about to say he might make second team All Pro. Yeah, he he is a case. And Where, it depends on what you look at there. Some that other TFL thing. Where is, is he in PFF? Bad. Is he high up on PFF or no? He's relatively high, but in terms of the tackles for loss and run stops, he's been as good defensively against Boy, I, almost I any mean, all pro. But who would have thought? Uh, he make Here's my guy. Team. And um, after hearing your answers, all of them are better than mine. So let me phrase it that way. Mm-hmm. Frame it that way. <laughs> um, I thought mine was pretty good because this player really has changed my mind on who he is and what he can do. And he might also be like JOK. He might also have been free to go do his thing by perhaps either a different system or maybe a different quarterback. But for me, David and Joku <coughs> has become that dude. He, I thought he was that guy coming out of Miami. I thought he was going to be that guy in year two or three mm. or four or five. And it never happened. And when they gave him the big contract, I was very, very critical of that. I said, how can you pay this guy like a top three tight end? His name doesn't belong in the same paragraph Mm. as the top three tight ends in the NFL. I can't say that anymore. I think David Njoku has become one of the game's best tight ends. I think, I haven't looked at this, so I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy and Mike will tell me. What are his numbers? And then tell me what are Travis Kelsey's numbers? Give me one sec. It's because not as good as Kelsey, but... No, I don't think it is, but, but I think it's not people far are going to be surprised how close they are. I, I, I will tell you this. Obviously, age is a factor here, but I said it... So I kind of alluded to this about a month ago, and now even more so. 
I would not trade David Njoku for Travis Kelsey right now. I, I wouldn't back just Obviously, age a yeah, big age factor. Njoku's like five, six years well, younger. Surprisingly, it, I, 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 surprise I it appears like Njoku <coughs> is going up big and time. Travis Kelsey is going big down. Time. What are the numbers? I got the numbers. So, receptions. Njoku has 81 catches this season. Kelsey has 93. Okay. Yards. Kelsey has 984. Njoku has 882. Touchdowns. David has six. Kelsey has five. They're averaging about the same yards per catch, 10.6 for I, Travis, 10.9. And the joke who's got way more yards after, after the catch. After yeah, after yeah, I, I went back and yep. looked at this show the day David and Joku uh, signed this contract. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And I was like, oh, we can't let this get out. That, that was brutal. I mean, well, we, we killed him. I did. We, listen, I was like, yeah. destroy the tape, McNugget. I wasn't there. But, <laughs> but, 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 but to go from that to where they is today. That's why he's my answer. It's crazy. Because yeah, we were trashing him. I, mean, if I wasn't on that show because I wouldn't have said that. If you factor in age. I said potential. It's all, if you factor in potential. age, how many guys would you trade him for? you trade him probably for Sam Laporta of the Lions. Because he's, he's a, a rookie. rookie. And he's already yeah. excellent. Other than that, but not many guys. I mean. Oh, he might I mean, be, him and George Skittle might be the two blessed, best blocking. Yeah, yeah. Tight he's, he's pretty blocker. good, isn't he? And Omar. I think Njoku's going to be a Pro Bowler as well. Oh, he's 100% uh, going to be a Pro Bowler. The initial Pro Bowl teams get released tonight. So oh, we'll react to that tomorrow. That's also yeah. overtime today. We're going to predict. Who by, the way, oh, by the way, I didn't know that. That's a great idea. Jay, I think your answer is a good one. The only reason I would put JOK ahead of Njoku in this is that Najoku, in my mind, went from okay yeah, you're right. to excellent, whereas yeah. JOK went from the trash to you're excellent. Right. Yeah, his bar was already higher. Right. But again, I, the way I look at him now, he was disposable Completely different. for me yeah. coming into this season. He was just the guy. He is absolutely untouchable no, to me no, now. No, 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 no. He is so, a, a legitimate that, second I, I, target in the passing game. If we had to pick a <laughs> negative, again, I pointed out that we could have gone either way with this. Last year, if we'd have done this, we would have all picked guys whose opinion fell. Hey, before you ask that, can I add one more name? To yeah, who do you have? Well, I would have went with someone out there, but Jordan Elliott's another guy. Who oh, went from being oh, absolutely you're right. nobody to a guy <coughs> no, who's bull. a legitimate I mean, gee, trash too. on this defensive yeah. line. No, you're, oh. you're right. I mean, it's really remarkable what this team has done is a remarkable well, turnaround. And we throwing names out there. Philip Walker, man. I mean, just, just the things. Oh, you talk <laughs> about it. Anybody that we would say our opinion of him today is less than what it was a year I, ago. I will say this. Uh, yeah, there is. Jack Conklin. Yo, well, you said somebody that went here to down yeah, This okay. is a tricky one and opens a can of worms, but I would say Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I would too. If it's, it's the only guy I can think of. Yeah. Uh, we asked the chat real quick to vote. I put the four options you guys came up with to see how they went. And first off, kudos to you guys for coming up with great answers. Barry, 10%. JOK and Njoku tied at second, 28%, and Stefanski at 32%. <laughs> wow. Which is about as close as we've ever had in a four-option yeah. poll before. You guys yeah. are close, but Stefanski is the right answer. But I mean, I, knew, I didn't want to take that answer because yeah, I knew y'all. No, I like Bull, too. I thought that there was 
something there with Stefanski. Yeah. But where you were on Stefanski yeah, was, I was, you literally had it's, him. It's, it's the pick slip too. was written out. <laughs> I literally had to defend the man all it. last Listen, year. So I, I, didn't, and, and I didn't like none of it. I was like, look, but he, his dudes play hard for him, man. Like, it don't matter at this point who they throwing out there. They yeah. be playing they hard. They love him. And he manages adversity as well as anyone. Look what he did in COVID. That's what I said. And, and, Four starting I quarterback. Said that last year. He's got better at time management. He's got better at in the in the half strategy. Well, gee, I, I think I think they've gotten a lot better the common, in a lot of areas. The common mistake that everybody as a fan made is they forgot the fact that 2020 that was his first year as a head coach. Yeah, it's like in AB same thing as a GM. Like this is their first time doing it. So as anything, you get better as you continue to do it. Yes, we just didn't want to deal with the growing pains that come with it. Like it's just like starting something new. You got to figure out how you want to do well, it. We've gone through and they, the, and what the I can growing say, pains. What I can say is they've learned their lesson. That's the best thing I can yeah, say. They yeah. went through things and seasons and they've not made the same mistakes twice. I'll give them that. And I, you know I, what? I'll give kudos to Haslam. And what? The Hold on. Group. I know. What? Oh my no, gosh. Listen, listen, when they deserve Jay, the praise. Jason Crawford. That's right. <laughs> Put the camera on him, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Why do you say this? Hey, I'm going to say this. <clears throat> listen, I, I try to be fair. If, if I think criticism is warranted, I'm going to dish it. If I think praise is warranted, I'm going to dish it. I think this year I've seen and heard less from Haslam than I have in any other year. He hasn't popped up. Stay anywhere. out of the way. Right. Get the Pay hell the out of the way. Stay let the, out of the way. Let the football people. And he's done that do as far as we know this year. Yeah. About Paul and the Pesca. owner has got one job. You know what that is? That's it. So. Uh, well, right check. So, so what about That's it? So Paul D. Podesta, can he get some praise? No, I'm not going that far. <laughs> By the way, far. a couple other guys. <laughs> I got to know what he does before I can praise him. I got a couple other guys you could throw in the mix because I was trying to think of negative and even Watson. I don't know that I think any less of him than I did a year we'll ago. We'll save it. We'll do, we'll do the other side as a topic okay. of the day. But real quick, <laughs> a couple of guys on the positive, Mike, that we didn't mention. Okay. Greg Newsom. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I think yeah, better yeah, of him. Yeah, yeah, Alex yeah. Wright. I thought he was a nothing. He's yeah. played well down the stretch. Yep. I think the bottom line of this exercise, I'm glad we did it, yeah. was there are bright spots all throughout this roster and yeah. all throughout this organization. And let's just take a second to breathe that in and to smell that and, and, and enjoy Hopkins, it. Dustin Hopkins, too. None of us thought he was good. Dustin Hopkins. Hopkins. We forgot right. about him. We didn't, even know, we didn't even have an opinion of the yeah. guy. This yeah. is our collective apology. Well, he apology. wasn't here last year. So our we, collective we, we apology for the Cleveland Browns starting 2024. We are sorry. And keep winning games. Keep doing it. And don't draft wide receivers in the third round. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to True and False. If you are watching the show right now, do us a favor. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button if you have not already. Is Hold on, wait a minute. Easy Before you ask the question, let me start it off start. right. Am I still the defending champ, or did you guys play last week when I was out? We did not play last so week. So I'm still the defending champion. starting 2024 off fresh. Anthony will keep track of the score, and he has an official spreadsheet to track the winner. You're Earl, you want to tell people what to do real asked? quick That's right. before we start? No losses. Hey, yeah, real quick, man, because we ain't forgetting to do this in 2024. G, bad job out of you. Five-second pause, man. Hit that like button. Oh, yeah. That's right. As we lower our heads and pray. Yeah. Five seconds for you to hit the like button at home. Thank you. Yes. Amen. And with that, let's play a little true or false. The first of 2024. All today's questions are related to players on the Browns and the Bengals previewing this week's matchup. Steve, are you ready? Oh, Browns and the Bengals. It's a little mix-up here. True or false? Joe Mixon has more 20-yard carries this season than Jerome Ford. Is that true? Is that false? I feel like that's false, and I'm mad that I wrote true, but I'm going to ride it out because I can't. You know what I'm saying? 
I'm locked in this year. Bull's gonna get this one right. I'm locked in. Three falses and a true. Tyvis, do you want to change your answer? No, no, no. You know what? He wrote it down before nah, he ever heard the nope, question. Nope. So he's nope. riding or dying with true. Tyvis, you are dead on arrival. It is false. No mixing. <laughs> Has the fewest amount of 20-yard <laughs> carries in football for any running back with 200 carries. He has two rushes of 20 yards. The I fewest of any was. running back with yep. 200 or more carries. Well, if we, if you guys were paying attention yesterday when Ben Baby was on, the thing that he talked about with yeah. Justin I was is yeah, that's why. By the way, you can, home run you can, can tell we've used these a lot because now you can't completely erase the word. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You as soon as I there. saw the question, Jason, God, it's false. <laughs> That'll teach you an answer, a lesson, young man. Don't write the answer before you hear the question. Well, that means that this one is 100%. Oh, well, Rolling. Ride or die. Rolling. Not in the spirit of the game right now. No. Tyvis, I don't appreciate it. That's okay. It. It's his record, not ours. Roll it. Next up, are you guys ready? Question number two. The Browns and Bengals have played exactly 100 times in their franchise's history. I have no Does that idea. include postseason? <laughs> that includes the postseason. It's 100 times. I don't think they've ever played in the postseason. No, they haven't. I mean, how many times have the Browns and Bengals been good the same year? The, the 80s, really. That so was I it. think the answer to this one is in the question. Then exactly. I'm going to go with this. Like, we like, have a false, a true, a false, and three falses and a true. Just like last question. Except this time, Tavis is right. It is exactly a hundred. The reason I said that the answer's in the question is, I would think that they, they and maybe in the COVID year, they only played once with no, the season or no, they strike didn't. season. We forgot about, I forgot, I was thinking it had to be more than that because the Bengals have been around for more than 50 years, but the Browns weren't around for the three years. Yeah, and I thought it would be an even answer because they play twice oh, a year. Yeah, so yeah. I thought that this maybe would be the 100th game, but I guess not. Wait a minute. According to the football database, the Bengals have a 52 to 48 edge in the 100 matchups between these. Two oh, teams. we got to play our starters. What? what, it, what we got to. We got to. We got to close that gap. Redemption. What Cam Newton say after he scored that touchdown in Carolina and took his helmet off? I'm back. <laughs> Come on now. All right. All right so next one up, to one. Joe Flacco and Jake Browning rank one and two respectively in the NFL for most passing yards in the month of December. So in the month of December, Joe Flacco and Jake Browning ranked one and two respectively. Are you willing to say it's all true or all false or no? It's either all true or all false. Okay. Yeah, uh, that gave it away. Mm, I feel true, like it did. Because I, I know Flacco's number one. I know Flacco number one, but I don't know about Jake. I know no, Brown. it's either all true or all false. It, it is true. They uh, do rank listen, listen, Todd. I, I shouldn't have said it. <laughs> yeah. I, no, it, it, it. When you said that, I'm like, well, it's got to be true. I, I thought Brown was even like, good. I should have That's a bad job. Yeah, thanks, I helped you guys. You gave me the assist. I ran across that stat when they were talking about how they just got Browning on this illegal deal. Like, apparently the Bengals have his rights for like every, like, for like five more years because he's been back and forth from practice squad. Like, oh, he's never played. Well, it's he's not never that many years, six but, games. but it's a lot. Like, he, has, he hasn't accrued any service yeah. time until this year. <laughs> he got, you got to play. That's been dirty. You got to play. So six. his clock didn't start no. ticking until this year? Right. So, no, no, no. What happens is you, you have to play. Three games gets you more money, but six games get you closer to free agency. Right. And that's an accrued season. So he oh. hasn't played six total games. I don't games. think he had played at all before this yeah. year. Yeah, if he hasn't no, played six games, that means that they can offer him a deal and he got to take it. Yeah. He'll be a restricted free agent. And he's 30. 
I mean, nobody's... I know he's done a, de a pretty good job, but nobody's making him a starter. I mean, he's better off being a backup, I, I would mean, think. I mean, uh, I think he's played very well. I do, too. I, I, I just, would, He I'm, went in Arrowhead. He's, he's played been all right. really good, That man. first game, I, I didn't know what I was looking at. I mean, he, yeah. he, he hit on every he's, pass. He's he played through. a few really good games. He saved my fantasy team. Yep. sure did. Next yeah. up, <laughs> a guy we spoke about earlier, Jeff Driscoll, was the number one rated high school quarterback recruit in the 2010 class. That's, that's actually... Um, <sighs> well, if you know it, don't say it out loud. Uh, I, it's tough because I'm trying to think back then. Um, I know it's top five. Um, I, if it is true, it tells you about how good the rating system is. Did you do a story on this? False. I, I did. False, false, true. Jay he went to Florida. This is either the lead or for not. And Jay is in the lead. Yeah. Now, Jacoby Brissett was on that team too, wasn't he? What, on the Florida team? Yeah, and then Jacoby Brissett moved and transferred. Well, Driscoll to transferred State. too. Yeah. Yeah. Driscoll ended his career at Louisiana Tech. La right. Tech, shout By out La Tech. Jake Browning, I believe, holds the record for most touchdowns in high school, doesn't he? I'd have to oh, wow. I'm not sure. I didn't, I didn't he, they were given his stats. I was the other day on the broadcast, this it was like tough. insanity. That's his crazy. high school football numbers. Uh, this next one's either going to blow your mind or. What's I'm the score? Is that, uh, is that the only one that got that right? Yeah. Jay has oh. three, G and Bull have two, and Tyvis has one. For New so this next one's either the best nugget I've ever found, or I'm just an evil demon for making this up. But <laughs> Bengals head coach Zach Taylor was the starting quarterback for Browns offensive lineman Bill Callahan at Nebraska. Easy money. Easy money. Very Easiest easy. money very, I've very ever very had. Easy money. That's stealing. <laughs> oh, you guys all knew that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I asked these guys. And it was recently. I guess it wasn't the craziest country I've ever found. It no, was, it was bad job out of me. That was Terrible a job nugget. out of me. I'm sorry. That was easy. You asked me. Of course I didn't know it. That's actually a really good point. And so wait a minute. <laughs> to confirm whether or not this was a great question, you asked Anthony? That's crazy. I, I'm going to plead the fifth. Next what, up, Jay Anthony, Anthony, Anthony's Steve also? answer was, is, is Bill Callahan a character in Star Wars 4? <laughs> Jeff Driscoll's first professional touchdown pass was caught by Tyler Boyd. True or false? was on that squad. He did play for Cincinnati. He did. I'm going to just go with you. Damn, again, Bull has a big advantage on this one. And he's losing right now. Good. True, true, I, I'm true. not 100% sure. The answer is true. Dang, I needed some get back. I wrote true and switched it out at the end. Four update. Jay has five. G and Bull have four. And Tyvis has two. All right, we have two more. Tyvis, I'm sorry. Yeah. Two more. You're not undefeated in 2024. You know what? Tyvis, this one. They say that you the, get the great one. rise come after the fall. That'll have to be next week. <laughs> it's too late this week. Tyvis, this one's for you. No, Zach every Taylor good, every good. and Kevin Stefanski both made the same amount of all-conference teams in their collegiate playing careers. True or false? That's easy. I have no idea. One, one, went, to, one went to Nebraska. One went to, to Penn. It's easier to make all kinds well, of uh, Well, Look, yeah, you, you got a point there. Nah, you, I don't remember yeah, when I'm you a, put it in the Big Ten. But it could you. be true because neither made an all-conference. I was thinking of that. We That's what I was true, thinking. Three falses. Yeah. Just but like I do think I remember true. Stefanski was named to an all-conference team. I think twice. Kevin Stefanski made one all-Ivy League team. Zach Taylor made one all-Big 12 offense. He won the 2006 Offensive Player of the Year in the Big 12. Oh, my God. Under Bill Callahan, they both made one in their career, which makes so Bull, Bull and I are tied. Going tied into the last with Jay question. going right. to the uh, Steve Becker. I did not have a tiebreaker, so find me a tiebreaker while I read this last <laughs> question. Come back and end it at the end. 
The last <laughs> question. Are you guys ready? True or false? Jake Browning's first NFL offensive coordinator oh. is Kevin Stefanski. No. Liar. <laughs> I don't remember this. False for G. Bush. Well, we're gonna have false for J. True for Bull, which means we will have a winner. It's true. It's 100% false. It's true. No, it's not. The answer, drum roll, please. It's true. I got this. 100% true. It's 100% false. Steve, don't take it. Jake Browning was signed to the Minnesota Vikings practice squad <laughs> before he played for the Bengals, which means it is true. Kevin Stefanski. Wait. Yeah. Is the I, don't I am the champion, my friends. You said I did a story what on this. What was his first NFL team? The Minnesota Vikings. I thought the 49ers drafted him. No, he was undrafted. I thought I said, I swear he went to the Vikings. Okay, never mind. You were so confident there. In my mind, I thought he was drafted by the 49ers. No, I knew he went to the Vikings. That's why I was like, oh, yeah, Kevin. And he's like I knew 30. he'd been on the Vikings. I wasn't <laughs> sure it was his first team. You were so confident. I thought <laughs> so I was wait a wrong. Minute. I thought Stefanski was only the offensive coordinator for one year. And that was the year they signed Jake Sorry. Browning, 2019. <laughs> you hate to see it. Wait a minute. Yes. 2019 was his first professional season? Correct. He played in Minnesota 2019, 2020, and part of 2021. What year did he graduate college? 18. 2018. He... No. He was high school player of the year in 2010. Jake no, that, no, that was Jeff Driscoll. Oh, that was Jeff Driscoll. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. lost it in the college football playoff. They got Yes, the comeback victory to take that the first win of the comeback. year. You were two down with two to play. Or one down with one two One down to with play. two to play. Well done. Thank you, thank you. I want to talk Cavs here for a sec, guys. But before we do that, even as the NFL season wraps up, there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel America's number one sportsbook. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets. Win or lose, the app is simple to use, and you can bet on so many different things, including live, same-game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explorer tab. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. And the best way to find popular parlays is on the FanDuel main page. So make sure you visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL, an official partner of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Uh, we don't talk a ton of cabs during the season, but something's happened the last few days, and we have a little bit of downtime here that I need to ask you guys a question. G. Bush, we'll start Damn. with you, but... When you look on social media, the Cavs have lost two games in a row since Donovan Mitchell has returned to the lineup. They were 3-1 and one without him with an illness. And you can find some people on Twitter, on Instagram, whatever you peruse on the internet, claiming the Cavs play better without number 45 in the lineup. What say you to that theory? I'm going to go with Stephen A. Smith voice and say, you guys should never talk basketball. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Just don't talk basketball. It's not a basketball city like that. These guys ain't out here playing no ball. They don't. What are you talking about? Better without them. Like, they, just because you get these little Minimoski wins <laughs> against these mid-bottom, mid-tier bottom feeder teams, Donovan Mitchell's second team All NBA. At the end of the day, we need to really examine and say, all right, who's better? Like, because they're the same player, right? When you go back and you have to ask yourself, who's better, Darius Garland or Donovan Mitchell? The answer is obviously Donovan Mitchell. Who has more trade value? Darius Garland or Donovan Mitchell? Obviously, it's Donovan Mitchell. The thing is, we're trying to grasp at straws. This is what we do a lot. We're trying to pull and gank and because 
you just know. Like, you have, you've been in one of those relationships and you'd be like, man. That ain't gonna work. You just my college girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Or, ooh. This ain't long term. This is, I, yeah, I, I went to prom with you, but you're not gonna be, I'm not following, I, I'm going to school. Like, we know, we've all been in a relationship where we've loved before. We've loved the Cavs. We saw what the Cavs were when they were playing the Warriors. We saw Kyrie being a master. We saw the three-point shooting. We, we obviously had the best player in the world. So you know what it looked like when you were a contender. We know this ain't it. This is Wesley Person. This is old Sean Kemp. This, this, this is, this is uh, no, no disrespect. This is Brevin Knight. This, this ain't it. So, no, they're not better without them. They got a roster problem. They got a coach problem. <laughs> they got a development product problem. And the two good dudes they brought in here, I know you should boy Niang. Niang is big as me. Niang is big, bro. He <laughs> got a better big, cut that he out. big as me cut right that now. Out, man. And by the way, Struess is not a starter. How do you go from coming off the bench? How do you go from coming off the bench to all of a sudden you start and taking jump, just pulling up? Well, that, that, that's not fair on Struess. Everything else I agree, but the Struess part's not fair. What? What? He's not a starter. I don't think he's, he's a starter. Not a starter. Without, without Garland and Mobley and without yeah. Mitchell, they're asking him to do way more than he ever yes. was. Yes. Yeah, but I, I agree with him on that. I don't think Struess is a starter either. He's not a starter that, on the top crazy. team. That's I just crazy. don't. He was starting on the finals team last year. Geez. He's a great guy to bring <laughs> off the bench to give you three-point shooting, but... I think his. I think in his mind, he's, he's got it confused now that he's like an A-lister. Well, well, because they have no one else to score right. Like, right now, he's playing out of context. Earlier in the season, when they had their guys, well, that's what we're he judging fits more. Him but right now, G, you're right. Like he's not. You can't rely on Max no. as the second score. No. But to say he's not a starter, I think that's going to go. I mean, go he's over. a starter. <coughs> he, if that's the problem, if he's a starter on your team. That's a problem. Well, yeah. We got problems. I mean, well, we got a problem with the roster, period, because McNuggets is one that said that Derek, Donovan Mitchell isn't a, a number one option on a yeah. championship team. Well, yeah, I stand on that. See? So, right. we, so we got, we already, yeah. in, I mean, I, I think that <laughs> we already down that, right there. I, I would like, obviously, what you like, it's silly when a team wins a few bogus games with, with a bunch of guys missing. That is meaningless. But I will say this. I think I and most other people were completely wrong about the Donovan Mitchell trade. I think the Donovan Mitchell trade in the long run, as good as he is, and he's a great player, he's an all-star, the Donovan Mitchell trade has not, I think, not been good for the Cavaliers. I think it, it – and I don't even blame him. I just – I think it has stunted the growth of the, of the young players on this team who actually, I think, want to be here. We, Donovan Mitchell doesn't want to be here, and you can pretend all you want that he does, but if he did, he would have signed an extension. He doesn't want to be here. He's made that perfectly obvious, and I know there's a segment of fan base, Bull, you don't know shit about the NBA. You're right. I don't know that much about the NBA. I'm not lying, but I know enough. And, and you're going to say, well, he hasn't said that, so why would you say he wasn't? Well, he's not going to flat out come out and say, no, I don't want to be here. It's clear he doesn't want to be here, and that's why he's going to be gone. I love trading for superstars. I think it makes a lot of sense in most cases, but I think I was completely wrong. I think this has hurt the franchise. It has set it back. It's going to lose. It's going to lead to the firing of the coach. It may lead to the firing of the GM, and who knows? Maybe Evan Mobley was never going to be any more than he is, but he cer it certainly wasn't going to happen. He's not clearly Mitchell and Don Darius Garland are not a good fit together. That's clear. I, I and many others, many of the people ignored that, but it is clear that they don't fit well together. 
I don't like the fact that when people were criticizing Deshaun Watson for not playing with an injury, I thought that was absurd. But I think this is a different story. Donovan Mitchell not playing for two weeks because he's sick when he's sitting on the bench. If I'm sick, I'm not sitting on the bench. I don't know what's going on there. That felt like some sort of protest. He hates the coach. I don't know if the coach is any good or not. I don't know the NBA well enough to know whether he's a good coach or not. All I know is everybody thought he was okay until Donovan Mitchell started, you know, shitting on him behind the scenes for the for the last few months. So I, I think the, the thing is a mess. Now they got to trade him away. They would have been better off. I hate to say it. I think they would have been better off never making that trade. We'll never know. Uh, and just developing the young guys well, they that's, had. That's not – well, I think the the one thing that it, that you said that makes a ton of sense is that Donovan Mitchell does stunt the growth for the other guys because you had a young Darius, you had a young Evan. You know, these guys needed – they needed opportunity to grow, and when you got Donovan out there – See, Donovan's not going to sit back and be like, I'm going to let y'all go tonight and let y'all do y'all thing. Donovan's going to look at it like, I got to be this guy because, and I'm going to carry us as far as I can. You know, you guys will get better as the thing go on. You'll figure out how to play off of me. To whereas, like, a guy like LeBron would sit back and say, you know what? It's on you tonight. I'm going to give you the ball. I'm going to set you up and let you do your thing. I don't think Donovan's doing that. I don't. He don't seem like he's doing that. Maybe he is, and I'm just not paying but attention. But he's not LeBron. He's not. It's true. Not, That's it's not true. Fair, but, what I, but what I'm saying is you got to help. If you want these other your supporting cast to be better, yeah. you got to help put them in situations. You know that they can't do it on their own. And you so, know that you're going to require a lot of attention. So you can yeah. do things. You could drive and kick, or you can get their attention and put them in position to score in some type of way. And you got to let them get better. You got to let them grow. But taking the ball out of their hands all the time and doing it yourself, that's not going to help them in any way. They're just going to look at you I, like a crutch. I think, I think when you talk about help, um, there's a, there's a, there, there, in basketball, you got to have delusional uh, confidence about what you are. That's an any sport. And you got to be, and Darius Garland, to me, he got that big deal. And I'm not knocking him. I think he's a nice player, but I think we overestimate how good he is. If you were to if you were to sit there and list point guards, everybody do we do this in the everybody's top five till you start listing. <laughs> right. And so you've got to write them names down. You're like, ooh, this is kind of well, nobody really thinks he's who said he was you top think people five. Think he's top I, oh, five? oh, people, oh, we got Darius Garland no. locked up. I'm like, so? <laughs> like you gotta you gotta spend the money on somebody to be truthful. Darius is a facilitator. I I, I don't know what is he elite at? Facilitating. He's an elite facilitator. Yeah. He doesn't do it like Halliburton. Is he a good facilitator? He's a good. He's, Not elite. He's, he's probably. probably right. I don't think he's elite. I think he's second yeah. tier. He's, yeah. he's a he's a tier two guy. And the problem so, with Evan Mobley is the problem with Mobley is he went from a tier one defender to uh, he's good help side or uh, you know he went from a guy. But guys, the bottom line, like outside of Steph Curry and Isaiah Thomas. Has any team won a championship no. with a small guard as their no, best we've player? Talked about that on the and show those before. are like those guys, as good as Donovan Mitchell is, he ain't Isaiah Thomas and he's not Steph Curry. Like he's not that no. level. No. Steph Curry's so, top fifteen all time and Isaiah's top twenty all time. Like, yeah, I mean those are two of the greatest players player. ever. Yeah, so it's not a not necessarily a knock on. No, Darius you just can't win with that guy like being Donovan your best Mitchell's guy. Not LeBron James. Nobody's LeBron. James. Yeah, no, no one. Period. So, full stop. Here's the thing. I think the answer to this question you, gets complex. It reminds me a lot of the question that we were asking with Odell Beckham. When Odell Beckham Jr. was playing, the Browns weren't winning. And everybody was like, wait a minute. And then he goes out of the lineup, and Baker goes bananas, throws for four touchdowns. And everybody was like, is Baker better without OBJ? 
it's fair to ask that question, but sometimes a team doesn't add up to the sum of its parts. A lot of times. And a lot of times. And th- the most important thing in sports, I don't care what anybody says, I'll believe this until I'm put in the dirt. The most important aspect to a championship team is something you can't see, scout, coach, teach. It's chemistry. It happens organically. We're witnessing it in real time with these Cleveland Browns. Somehow, some way, Kevin Stefanski took 80 players to West Virginia, put them in a jar for nine days, shook them up, and the sum result of that is a team that has bonded. These guys love each other. It's not fake. It's real. We've had players tell us either on camera or off, we do things in our free time together. That's weird. We haven't done that in the past. They're getting together on their off time and spending time with one another. With this group of Cavaliers, I think what happened was everybody, including myself, and we all did, made the assumption that you're going to take a top 15 player and you're going to put him into a group which had unbelievable potential and filled with young players. And the assumption was that the reaction of that chemistry experiment was going to be positive. Well, it wasn't. And it hasn't been. And I think you hit the nail on the head. And I'm glad you said it so it's not my conspiracy theory. I think what we're seeing is some sort of a protest from Donovan Mitchell. Because he doesn't like this coach. And he does want change. And if you go back three, two months ago, early in the season, he made comments where it's hard to read between the lines. But when I read the comments and he's saying something's got to change, I think he was talking about the coach. And right, I I think rightfully so. I think when you get to a level of basketball, there's a level where somebody can take you. It's a difference between being a starter and getting guys to play hard and teach them progress and momentum until you get to that, that ceiling. And now you need a different voice. You need a different strategy. You need a, di- a different guy that's going to come in and say, hey, hey Ty Lue, he come on in here. David Black, that was nice. Oh, they chased you. him out of town, Ty Lue. Well, my, my thing. But, that, but he, he got But how many done. coaches are there like that in the NBA? But Five, they, eight? But they do that, they do that yeah. all the time in well, the league. My thing I, is they got to have a – I do think when you recognize as an organization that your superstar player is done with your coach – as much as I hate to say this, yeah, you're screwed. I hate this. I hate that this is the way it is. Yeah. It is a player's league, period. Especially yeah. in the and NBA. when you when you come to the agreement or the when you come to the assumption or the realization that your superstar player is not playing his hardest for your head coach, you can't fire the player. No, you got to make a change. My question about Donovan Mitchell and McNuggets, you probably would know this. How is how, how is Donovan on defense? When he wants to be, he's a pretty good defender. But just like every superstar in the NBA, they don't play defense. Don't All right, yeah, so, they play so, it when they want to, when it's important. Yeah. So my question is, if he's, if we're struggling right now as a team because we have what you call two small guards, he wants to go to the Knicks. Ain't that essentially the same situation? Well, how many times, though, have players wished themselves into a situation that was worse? Oh, that happens It a wouldn't lot. be the first time. <laughs> but I think with him, both alluded to this, he doesn't want to be here. He fooled all of us. At the news conference, we said the next day, he won the news conference. Yep. He said everything you would want an incoming superstar to say. However, he hasn't said much since. But what he has said with his actions is that he wants to be somewhere else. Yeah. And, and, and we all, I think we, we, we don't, we didn't correlate it to, to the Deshaun Watson thing with the Cavs, right? Because we look at it like, okay, well, the Cavs have 
you know, if the Cavs are good, cool. We all know it's a Brownstown. The problem is when Deshaun Watson got here, everybody's expectations, we was cut dry, we knew yeah. what it was. When Donovan Mitchell got here, it was the same trade, if you look at it. It's the same three first-round draft picks. It's yeah. the same extension. Well, we the said money that at the time. We said this is an all-in move. Yeah, it's an all-in like move. Like the Browns yeah. on Watson. 100%. And so, if, so if this was the Browns and this was the all-in move and we got this result, we would be losing it. For, because, <laughs> That's a fact. But because it's the <laughs> Which Cavs. Which we were last year. Oh, no, we were going crazy. <laughs> yeah. We going, but since it's, it's the Cavs and it's like, okay, well, <laughs> all right. Yeah. We, we saw what it was with the Knicks. We don't have that but expectation Gene, level. Doesn't it's, that doesn't that just speak to Cleveland being a football town? We care more about yeah, football. Yeah. When they're good, we care more. When yeah. they're bad, we bitch more. Yeah. Like the Cavs and the Indians can fly under the radar if they're bad guardians. Right. Yes. Because we care when they're good. Yes. Yeah. With the Browns, we care even more when they're bad. Man, and we, everybody becomes accountable. There's no such thing as under the radar with no, the Browns. No, it, Nothing. It, it but I, ruin your day. But I want to get back. <laughs> something you said there about chemistry. Look, listen, we all know you got to have talent. The Browns have a lot of talent. They do. We know that. If you're, it, it, I don't care what your chemistry is if you have no talent. You're right. However, the difference between the good teams and the great team or between maybe a mediocre team and a good team is that chemistry. The chemistry, good chemistry makes the good team great. Bad Absolutely. chemistry makes a good team mediocre. You're right. Right? So, the, for, forever, the Browns were not that talented and had terrible chemistry. Now, maybe they go hand in hand. Right. But there are sometimes, like, look at the Padres in baseball. I know right. it's baseball law. But, like, they had a loaded with talent. Yeah, they, the yeah. Mets loaded with talent. They didn't win. They put a lot of superstars in the room. Yep. And they, to use the analogy with the Browns, they put them in a jar, they shook them up, and it yep. exploded. Some right. chemistry experiments produce favorable results. I, the one thing that's, I think there should be a study of team chemistry. Oh, I think absolutely. somebody should do deep dives, find the teams that over the years had the best chemistry. And it we can rattle a off a bunch like of them that, here. Jay. What's that? The 2007 Suns. It was the yes. first D'Antoni. Yes, and absolutely. It's a, it's a stupid thing, but they someone legitimately researched this, and it's a whole – I'll see if I can find it. I'll put it in the chat. But the Suns, they tracked this. In the, this. I'm not kidding. This is a legitimate study. Gave more high fives and patted more dudes on the butt after timeouts. And they, they were funny. like, this chemistry Wow, that's a lot here. of counting. Wait a minute. That's a, I swear to you, I'm not making this no, up. No, I, I – listen. Oh, wait, I remember talking, that team. Are you talking I, about the Suns that had Steve, Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire with Jay, and Ryan Jason Bell. Richardson no, and Leonardo Barbosa? They didn't win the title, but they but, won the regular season and won that year. That's a terrible example. No, it's they, really not. Yeah, it's, it is. It's really they, not, Tyvis. They were they captivated the NBA for a year. They changed the league. They did. They changed the league. And here's the thing. Tyvis. Even though they didn't win a championship, and I, there are a lot of teams that have great chemistry that don't win the titles. I'm not saying that great chemistry equals sure. championship. That no. is, that's, but but I, what I will say is, if you do a deep dive on all of the teams that have won championships in all the major sports over the last 20 years, go in and interview the coaches, the players, get the behind-the-scenes stories. This is an anonymous thing. We're attaching no names to anything. If you had a problem with a teammate, air it. We're not going to give any names. I think what you'll find more often than not, and to your point that winning breeds, it's yeah. easier to be in a good mood That's when you're right. winning. But I, I do think that chemistry, that that piece of it, you can't buy it. No. You can't fake it. You can't create it. It happens on its own organically. Now, now, I would say the two examples, I think, of teams that maybe didn't have great chemistry but won anyway, 
is the Cavs. That Cavs team that won. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that LeBron and Kyrie didn't love each other. But what did it Kevin take? It took an all-time great superstar right, right. and yeah. an all-time great finals performance. And the 70s Yankees. Those teams I was going to say, the seven, mid-70s Yankees yeah. had more drama. And, and Billy Martin said before he died, yes, when he was being real candid about what was yeah. going on, he said, I never created it on purpose, but I didn't shy away from it because I knew it was yeah. going to make my guys play harder. The Suns, is, the Suns is a horrible example. No, I was, I was saying that's the study. I, I thought the Indians. That was, that was the study. I thought the Indians in 2016 had great. They had great chemistry. They too. really did great chemistry. To put a cap on this for super chats, the Cavs are absolutely not better without Donovan Mitchell. It's silly to uh, no. even suggest that they would be able to make as deep of a run without Donovan as they could with. So. Well, nobody's saying that. Couple super no, chats. Also saying no, that. nobody. No, no, no. I'm, just, I'm, I'm saying that. Mike, what, did you agree? Do you agree that the Cavs made a mistake looking back? Uh, or no? In the, in the moment, I'm always for going to get a superstar. You need a superstar to of win. Of course. In hindsight, looking back at the 2020 or the 20,000-foot version, uh, Laurie Markkinen in a first-round pick was the price for Donovan Mitchell. Everything else was excess. So, yeah, they paid too much. I agree with and that. And it's none of the growth. A couple okay. super chats. I'm going to end with the super chat from Skilly, which we missed the other day, but I want to talk about for a few seconds. But Young Majestic said, been a Browns fan for 35 years. I love what's going on, but getting kind of frustrated. That's become all about Joe Flacco and less about the Browns. I couldn't disagree with that more. Yes, Joe Flacco's a big story. We've talked about a million things about the Browns, is not it, just about Joe is he, Flacco. Is he talking about the, the national thing? I think it's just the big picture. It's big all, picture. all him, yeah. I, Michael Hosar says... It's a great story, Joe Flacco. Michael Hosar says the Browns are the second-best team in the AFC. Ryan Conter says Dalvin Cook makes no sense. Nobody adds a third running back that might have no special teams value. Mike Adams, uh, Matt Adams, Mike Ford, Pierre Strong are key guys on kick and punt coverage. Uh, Newton Freer says Grant Delpit, another guy who changed my opinion. That's okay. a good, uh, good one. And last, Rye <clears throat> Martin Yates says it's barely 35 games into the season. You guys are already writing the Cavs obituary. Other than a few teams, most of the NBA is around 500. Um, not writing their obituary. I'm not no, writing their obituary nobody's either. saying that. Yeah. We just we feel like we're in that situation where. Are the Cavs going to win a championship this year? Probably not. They're going to make the playoffs? Sure. Are they going to win a series? That's the question. Maybe they win one, but they're not going to win a championship. And ultimately, when you made that trade, you were saying that you were going all in for a championship. And the Browns have done, I mean, not the Browns, the Cavs have done nothing but put themselves in a situation where they'll be a good regular season team. They, they might win maybe a series in the playoffs, but that's, that's as far as they're going to go. Right. And the, yeah. the Browns move was made to win a championship. Here are the the Browns are closer to reaching that goal than any point in the last four years and as close as they've been to reaching that goal at any point in the last 25 years. And the interesting thing about it is it has nothing to do with the all-in move that they made. Right. They're here in spite of the all-in move that they made. Yeah. Uh, but real quick, Skilly sent us a super chat on Friday. Skilly, I apologize for missing it, but it was a great question. I want to touch on it for the last few minutes here before we wrap up. If the Browns win the Super Bowl, will they make a Browns movie on this season? Essentially, remember the Titans 2.0. And if so, who plays some of the key characters? Tyvis, Bull, yeah. Jay, Jay? I don't know what it has to do with remember the Titans, which is about a high school team. But yeah, okay. I think I just did. a, 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 a look back on, on this. I said it's more about movie. the natural part, too, because Joe Flacco, like, his career was over, but yeah. anyway, I said, who would play who? I said Let's George see. Clooney for Kevin Stefanski. I said Chris Evans for Joe Flacco. Uh, the Rock, because he's so big for Miles Garrett. And I don't know who I have for... Uh, who's the last person? Joe what about... Uh, no, not, not Joe, Joe Woods. Jim Schwartz. Jim Schwartz, yeah. Who's playing Jim Schwartz? I don't know. Who plays Jimmy Haslam? Christopher Walken? <laughs> Jimmy Haslam. 
Christopher, uh, Christopher Walken's white. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So is Jimmy Haslam. Oh, Jimmy Haslam. What is wrong with you? I was thinking it in my mind. Did you not In my mind, I heard Andrew Berry. I was thinking Andrew Berry. I'm saying let a naysayer know. My bad, let a naysayer know. What? Say what? That's a bad job out of me. I got a good one for Miles Garrett. Terry Crews. Oh, that's yeah, a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He somebody that's Jack. Yeah. That's, that's why I said The Rock, because he was a former player. You know, he I tweeted about the stunts. I tweeted about somebody for Flacco the other day, and I can't remember who I said. Well, the Property Brothers might slide in, even though they're not oh, really Oh, <laughs> yeah. Josh Duhamel. You guys know who Josh Duhamel is? No. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, he'd be a good one. This guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Flacco. Yeah, yeah, That could be definitely He played a hockey player recently in another. So he's probably an athlete. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, it's weird because, like, all right, we're living through it. Yeah. Like, Could, so I, I I can't wait to see, like, because the last time we went to the playoffs, you went a lot out, out of your house. So you, you didn't even go to the grocery no, store. No, that's was, true. So it when was they, like, when they, they, they played their last game that year uh, in front of an empty stadium. It, so I want to see, like, is it palpable? Like, can you, you know, is it going to be big where you like, I can feel it. This yeah. is a huge. And if they do win the first game, it, like, what is, what are people going to be doing? Because if you go, I mean, as you march towards the Super Bowl, the story gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Like, by the time you get to the AFC Championship game, like, the whole world will be here by then. By the way, it is possible. That, that they host that game. They host the second round. Game. Yeah. Now the, all the wild card the teams six, have yeah, to win. All have to win. Yeah. yeah. What about <laughs> and the, and the two seed? No, the it, the Browns are the five. If yes, six and if seven all also win, teams, right? Then seven would play the Ravens and the Browns would host. But the, the six. Chiefs would have to lose at some point when Jeez. they come in. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry, not the, the Chiefs. Chiefs would whoever's lose. the Ravens. The Ravens. So, yes. so hold on. You no, in the second round, the Ravens would be hosting the seven seed. It's possible the Ravens and Browns could play in the AFC Championship game. Yes. Yes. That's and in true. that case, the Ravens would host it. It would be a ball. So yeah. uh, all the wild card teams have to win. Okay. And then the Browns would and have then a the second Ravens round. Have game. to lose in their first round. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, it, it, if the Browns win, yes. they could they would could host the next round okay. and then go on the road so, in the AFC Championship so, game. So, so they could also host the. But AFC they could also host game. the AFC Championship so, game. Also, so yeah. they have to have six, seven wins. Yeah. 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 <laughs> See you over time. Peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.